All right, welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Off Topics podcast. It has been a couple weeks since we've done any recording due to life and such. So we're now now we have our third our trio together now. So Mike, what is the word? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? And that's from the cow's mouth. What to do? What to do? What to do? <laughs> So what's what's going on, Tim? Tim, so how's how's the last couple weeks been? Not too bad, not too bad at all. Just enjoying life, man. Like, <laughs> I've begun to realize that I carry the show in the sense of I keep talking, and and my my co parts here give like those like elementary <laughs> answers. Like, yeah, we we just want to go back like, to elementary. It's very it's very simplistic this and I mean it, it's okay. It's okay. Life. I mean it's okay to be simplistic, but like I feel like all of a sudden like they'll say their piece and they'll say what they're going to say and then like nothing. So then I have to fill the air with nonsense from my vocal cords. But um so we've got a lot to cover today. Um I know like the last couple weeks between um the Chiefs win, you know, winning the Super Bowl ish, and you know, uh, elimination chamber again. Lots of uh, lots of vitriol, lots of nonsense between the two. You know, we're gonna we're gonna run it back with the Super Bowl and what the the whole online people are literally talking about. Everything from podcasters to YouTubers to I mean, even NFL sports analysts are psychoanalyzing, you know the, you know the Super Bowl being fixed. So. Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, so. You, I mean, so what are your guys' thoughts on that? I mean, I know like it's been all over the internet, buzzing like crazy. I mean, so like, what's what's your guys' thought process? Like, what's? Well, a little bit of truth behind what I'm about to say. Um, I had an adult party. And I fell asleep. I watched like the first, I watched the first and second quarter. No, I watched the first quarter and then woke up towards the end, end of the Super Bowl where they were celebrating. So I'm actually. You have no say. All right, Tim, what do you think? Because we were were sitting side by side and we, I mean, it, it was honestly funny in the sense of the fact that I was like, well, just waiting for the flag. Two seconds later, flag. Yep, as I say, there there was some some straight up bull crap, non calls in there. There was the in the first, I think it was the first quarter where they had that uh, helmet to helmet. They didn't call that against the uh, um, the Chiefs, and then that BS call towards the end of the game that was not even. A fucking holding and yeah. then you got the chiefs uh quarterback gets his ankle hurt whines like a little baby running off the fucking field <laughs> then true. come back from halftime after watching boring ass rihanna's rihanna's garbage that that was just garbage that was, the wor- that, that was, that was more like a, show ever. that was more like watching and going being back in school uh doing sex ed class that's pretty much what i was seeing like she was like she was like the baby and you got all of her dancers <laughs> as the sperms caesar sperms uh, but back to the super bowl besides that crap um yeah you got their quarterback gets hurt runs off comes back from halftime 
and he looks like nothing even happened. We all know they pumped his ass with some type <laughs> he, of drug. Oh, you did a hundred and ten percent. There was some PEDs in there. Like, oh yeah. There's there's no debating. Like, I mean that. Like, let's just say he came. <coughs> he basically he came back from this. You know, he already had a high ankle sprain. He already had, you know, a re injury of it, and then all of a sudden, like. He probably snorted some cocaine like freaking Tony Montana and freaking Scarface, and it's like you can't kill me, you know. Because I'm sorry, there's no way that this guy come back at like 150 percent without something. Because there's this, there's there's no way. There's he was zero showing way. like he he was showing like he didn't even have no problem. Oh yeah, he was showing like man, I just got done working out. Oh right. yeah, let's go back and do this. No, he. He, we all, everybody knows it. That's why they're looking into it. Oh yeah. And don't get me wrong, the both 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 teams are good. Eagles and the Chiefs, they're both good. I, I yeah, was, they, that, they, that, that was, was probably the, that was probably one of the good Super Bowls, but there was a lot of bull but crap. The, like, we know the referees <laughs> were paid. But the storyline, like, I'll, I'll put it, I'll put it like this. So the storyline of it all is, so you have you have the MVP versus the. This, the runner-up, you have brother versus brother. You have the Super Bowl in Arizona at State Farm Stadium. And you have Patrick Mahomes, who's like the face of State Farm. Pretty and you much. have Andy Reid, who's basically putting in little cameos himself. And so, like, dude, them just winning the Super Bowl just gives State Farm that much more push and that much more, like, visibility to the point where, like, Yup, that's pretty, pretty, pretty obvious. And and so like, I just I, I don't buy it. I mean, I don't buy, you know, anything. And then of course, obviously, you, oh, let's give Patrick Mahomes the MVP. Like, um, no, no, I don't think he should get the MVP considering the fact that he's on some some kind of a performance enhancing drugs because he walked off that field like in pain. Oh yeah, he was. He looked like he was crying. Oh yeah, no, dude. He was in so much pain, and for him to come back and all of a sudden like give this like grand old performance, like I, yeah, I just don't man, buy that it. Sound like they just patched him up with some uh, liquid red hot. They <laughs> gave him something. He had something, hundred percent. Yeah, because well, from what I know, you no, know, saying from like, um, when it comes to like patching people up, patching players up, I know liquid red hot. Is one of the biggest things that they use to help, you know what I'm saying, players that have, like, you know what I'm saying, uh, anything related to the muscle, you right. know what I'm saying, that they'll patch you up with. It just, it just numbs the shit out of it. Heck yeah. And let me tell you, <laughs> you don't want to touch that stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, and like, we were even looking at, like, you know, you know, like, and it's like, it's not even like it's clickbait that, like, all this is going on. It's literally all over. You know the internet regarding, you know, yeah, caught up a in a lot of it on TikTok. Oh yeah, dude, it's it's this it's has everywhere. run rampant, and and I think that they, you know, they're gonna find something. There's no freaking way, dude. Like, you know, and then Patrick Mahomes embarrassing himself, like he's literally drunk off of his ass, like in their little parade thing. I mean, like he was completely trashed. They like they had to hold him up from falling off of the bus. Little little Pat yeah, little yeah, little Pat Mahomes can't handle his booze. <laughs> Had a little bit too much of the right, a little bit too much, a little bit too much booze. 
but well the only thing that i do know um from based off my because I, I i'm connected to the sports world so uh, i get a lot of um people that like to talk about stuff and stuff and the biggest thing is the biggest thing and from that's going on right now is is Patrick Mahomes the next Tom Brady? No. Or could he possibly oh, be? Hell no. See, see the see, see, the see, see is, I'm not a Tom Brady fan. I, I don't I don't like Tom Brady. Never have. Never will. But this dude is. Yeah, we all know you are. <laughs> as um, I as I have three jerseys behind us. But yeah. anyways, come on. And but I don't see him being the next Tom Brady. There's no there's no person out there in. Well, in NFL history that I can see ever becoming the well, next Tom they, Brady. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's 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 just like the Michael Jordan comparison. Like, you know, and the thing is, okay, cool. Patrick Mahomes, he's at, he's playing in a different league at a different pace. With you know, it's different. You can't like you look. You know, they were like showing his stats. Like, oh yeah, you know, he's got better stats in the first five years. Blah blah. blah. But I'm like, Patrick Mahomes came out the gates as a starting quarterback. Tom sat for like a good year. Oh yeah, a year and a half. You know, pretty much. And so, like, you can't sit there and it's like apples and oranges, dude. Like, because, you know, you you get you know. Okay, so I'll put I'll put Let's this say comparison. Tom Brady had to earn it. I I compare I compare sports to music. So you have these these cool artists that you know these kids listen to, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, they're so good, they're so good. No 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 no. Give me ten years of validity of a career, and we'll talk. Tom Brady did it at a high level his whole career. You know what? Mahomes has, we'll call one and a half Super Bowls. Because honestly, even even what's getting crazier is that the last Super Bowl that they won was under scrutiny too. And so now here we are, you know, oh, he's going to three Super Bowls in five years or whatever. Okay, cool. But like, I just, I don't, I, this one has way too much controversy. Way too much. Were they in the Super Bowl last year? No, it was uh, Rams and... Yeah, it was the Rams and... Uh, uh, was it the... Man, we're I so bad remember. at this. But, um, I think it was the Rams and Baltimore, wasn't it? I don't even know. Okay, so we suck at looking up credibility <laughs> to try to actually know what we're talking about. But the Rams Super Bowl, same thing. Like if you if you actually go back and watch the end of the Rams game and you put you put it side by side... With the Super Bowl this year, damn near the exact same thing. BS hold call, first down, game over. Like, to the T. Third down, they didn't get the third down. Oh, here's a hold. And, and so, you know, when you, when, you, when you kind of gather up all the information from, you know, credible sources, because a lot of these YouTubers, these podcasters, you know, they know what they're talking about. These guys do deep dives into everything. I mean, their YouTube oh, yeah. they, videos they, on a different they, level. They definitely do deep dives. I know they're they definitely are looking into that referee too. It was Cincinnati. Cincinnati, yep. okay. But like, you know, and what's funny though is that the fact that the the referee that's in question five five years prior, Travis Kelsey called this guy out just the same. And so I find it completely it's kind of funny that Travis Kelsey five years ago bitches about this guy, but then when 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 it weighs in their favor, oh, it's okay now. It's okay. Say, I have noticed this referee. <coughs> this referee's been in 
pretty much every, the, I mean, almost a lot dude, of the Super Bowl. Travis Kelsey literally said, and well, I'll paraphrase because I don't know exactly the quote, but basically, he said that he shouldn't even. He shouldn't deserve to wear the stripes. He shouldn't even be able to work at effing Foot Locker, and that was what he said to a, par- you know, paraphrasing, you know. But it's amazing how all of a sudden, when you reap the benefits of the BS, oh no, nope, they ain't say nothing. Like they, like they played it off like it was nothing when you already knew, it, the the Super Bowl was in State Farm Stadium. Patrick Mahomes, star boy of State Farm, Andy Reid, State Farm commercials, like. It played out like a freaking Broadway play, you know. And, and I'm just, I'm absolutely sick, sick to my freaking stomach that that you would literally. And the thing is, is that they let it get close. And the thing is, is that like the score predictor that got posted, you know, other than you know which team won, that thing was off by two points. Yeah, two it, points. It was really close. It was predicted 34-37, and it was thirty-five thirty-eight. That is two points off. Yes, it was a different winner. But, like, think about that. Someone posted that weeks prior to the Super Bowl. Weeks. So, you know, you, you, t- you well, let's talk about the credibility of the source. But I'm like, and it was leaked and it got all over the place. But it wasn't wrong. It was not, it, it was about as close as you could get. I mean, they predicted, they predicted the outcome. Other than who won. Literally, the score was pretty much on par. How do you how do you how do you predict a score just like that of two points off? Just like in that first quarter, they they were really close on uh, the score of the first quarter. Yeah, because it, it was they listed it as ten nothing the Chiefs, obviously. But like, I mean, I just I I really really hope that they get stripped of their title and the Eagles get it because I think honestly, like. If they cheated and they got called out for it, then I think then that's that should be what it is. And yeah, let's see. So yeah, so it said according to it said it was ten nothing in the first by the Chiefs, and then and then it looks like it would have been twenty four to thirteen and a half. And I mean, obviously a close game throughout. That's that's what they predicted. And they literally predicted, and this is posted eons ago. And it says, "Nah, someone leave the Super Bowl script." It wasn't scripted by the by the scoring drives and everything, but again, thirty four thirty seven in the favors of the Eagles, but basically a two point swing in the difference, and Chiefs thirty eight thirty five. I just dropped my phone, but um, that's why I don't really watch the NFL no more. Um, it's like a Broadway what, play. What made me stop watching is against it was uh. <clears throat> The Patriots against New York against uh, Eli Manning. I I stopped watching it from there. You know what I'm saying? Because I literally watched that game from beginning to end, and I'm sitting here. You trying to tell me that a rookie quarterback that suck, <laughs> truly suck, beat an all-time pro? Yeah. yeah. Tom Brady, the New England. Had the Giants up three quarters. Hmm. Yeah, I remember that. The Giants come back in the fourth. Yeah, no, it's it's to the, it's, to, it's to, I mean, the thing is, isn't like what what I've come to realize is that you know there's probably plenty of storyline play out throughout the year. We just don't pay attention to it because mm-hmm. it doesn't have much 
he doesn't have much bearance on things. But then when you get to the Super Bowl and you, we'll call it as we fuck up a call like that, like you're on the biggest stage. It's literally WrestleMania of of sports. Yep, it's all you know. Nothing. And when when you botch that call that freaking bad, you know, you know, you freaking did it. You know you did. There's no freaking way. Like, and I actually, like, two of the refs that were actually in the Super Bowl actually were a teacher at my school and our vice principal, the Paganelli brothers. And, you know, I would love to freaking get them on this podcast and pick their brain and see what they would say. <laughs> Not that they would, but, like, like, you know, the fix is in. The fix was in. And, you know, it was it was close enough like they wanted it to be. But they knew the outcome, and so they found a way to screw them over. And, and you know, when they had the, um, let's see, what was it? Oh, when they had the, like, that play that he caught, and, like, they, they ruled it a catch on the field. And then they all of a sudden threw some flag that I'd never heard of. Something about not, ha- not giving the other team enough time to substitute. When Aaron Rodgers is literally the goat of quick snaps trying to get, you know, catch teams off guard. Right. Then they throw a flag, and then, oh, look, Andy Reid has time now to throw the challenge flag. And it wasn't even, like, and the thing is, is and that, that play right there was more detrimental than, than, than the play at the end. Because, one, well, all it did was kill their momentum. And then when you kill their momentum for three minutes of, you know, watching, you know, doing the review, and when they already knew it was a catch, all that was is to do is to kill the momentum, and then they go down, don't get the third down conversion, they, and then they kick a field goal. But if that was a touchdown, this game would be different. It'd be a lot different, because and then that would that would have been four points more. So even with the score right now, you know the thirty-five, thirty-eight, like that would have been they would have had to score a touchdown. They would have had to go on and score a touchdown, and it would and and then you would have left it up for freaking chance basically, because it'd have been a whole different can of worms. Because those those three points versus you know versus seven points. That's a big difference maker. Totally agree. And so I just, I, I'm just sick of watching, you know, these games. And, like, it's really only football that you really, really notice, like, penalties. Because, like, basketball, whatever, you botch a call, life goes on. And, you know, you know, you, you leave, like, there's more, there's more factors into playing basketball as far as, like, shooting it and all the other stuff. And, you know, and, like, the shooting level people are at right now. Like, there's way more variables in that than, like, the NFL where, like, one play, one flag can, like, kill the game like it did. Oh, yeah. You I know, totally agree. You know, that's, that's why I say, you know what I'm saying, like, in basketball, you can get a little, you can get away with a lot more than you do in football because, you know what I'm saying, you can hold somebody by their shirt, you know what I'm saying, referee don't see it. You know, yeah. Football, that's why I like college football. It's clean. You know what I'm saying? And it's very, it's, especially if you get a clash of a mix-up of two two tough teams going head-to-head. Oh, yeah, that's why I I used to watch the NFL, but now I just watch the Super Bowl because I'm just tired of all the BS that goes on. That's why I pretty much stick with college. Yeah, and everything, I mean, NFL changed. I'm going to tell you the reason why it changed. A lot of the rules are changing. You know Targeting has became a very big thing, and within the NFL, it's even more extreme than it is in college. Well, they 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 treat these co- like 
it's like a giant like I don't want to hurt the quarterback. I don't want to like Bunches you know and, like I get it. I I get in the sense of getting a good hit on the quarterback and them having something to say about it. I get it. Like I I, I get the whole targeting thing, but if you're gonna talk about targeting again, first quarter helmet to helmet, nothing there. Nothing there. No flag. I know. No second look. And they're like, "Where's the damn dude?" Flag? That was right in the beginning of the game. Yeah, like that I've was like that. off get. Definitely seen helmet that. to helmet is as much as helmet to helmet can get. And then if you look back, and they crack hard. Yeah. Oh yeah, they oh, yeah, they, they, they well, hit And the thing hard. is too is is that like you and then you you go back and you 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 spend your time on YouTube looking at all these instances where things weren't called. Or, you know, or BS, things were called, like, no, you know, where a guy has hit the quarterback well after he threw it, no flag. You know, and so when you start developing all these these con- these inconsistencies and in play calling, when it's all over for the internet viewing, you know, and so you, you start piling up, piling up, piling up all these facts. They're not, they're not fabrication. They are legitimate facts because we have video proof of it. So you can't like you can't debate it, you know. Just like you had a lot of people like that I talked to, saying, "Oh yeah, he came out and admitted that he did a holding." I'm like, "No, he did not." I mean, he said he he said it. Oh, I didn't. Hear but it. like, I mean, he went over to the thing and said, "Oh, I was holding." But like, honestly, he probably got paid ten grand to say it. Pretty much, because it's a money game now. You know what I'm saying? The NFL. That, 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 that's the same way with uh, NBA. They're Half of them out there don't even. It's not like the old school stuff where there's a lot of defense and doing all well, that and, and just going out there know, and having fun and play. Now it's just all about the damn money. Well, and honestly, screw LeBron's scoring record, okay? Screw it, screw it, screw it. <coughs> because you know what? Look at the difference between fouls in the '90s and fouls now. They're flops. Like if you if there's probably three hundred percent increase in fouls currently. Than there was in the nineties. You had to have a bloody nose to get a foul in the nineties. You know, and so you know, again, you know, we're we're just kind of talking sports right now. But like, I just I I don't like. But I you, get, have to, okay. you have to understand from the nineties. You got to think Detroit against Chicago Bulls ninety two. Isaiah Thomas elbowed Jordan in the nose. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think like. It if was, I'm it was coming somewhat, down the court, no it was more of a contact sport in the nineties than it was. If you elbow me, we're gonna go. We're finna go. We're going because that was intentionally. So mm. you know, what I'm saying it's like now in the sports league, I understand that they're getting more tighter on a lot of physicality. Well, their career's gonna last longer because they're a bunch of pussies. Yeah, oh, yeah. you got, you got you know, LeBron James who freaking cries and whines. Dude, there's, oh, did you there's see a reason last why game that he played in when oh. he flopped. So, well, dude, it, was dude, a, okay. it, it was a it was a petty. LeBron didn't get the call and he cried. I mean, he flopped all over the ground. Oh, Don't get me wrong. He rolled around like he typically yeah. does. Don't get me wrong. And, I, and and Shaq said it too. When you have a a, a diesel like LeBron, fouls. Shouldn't even be an issue. Okay, so just for flopping flopping purposes, okay, so I have from Bleacher Report the top fifteen worst floppers in the NF or the in the NBA. Baron Davis. We got Raja Bell. I don't, I don't know some of these guys. Oh, here's LeBron coming at number thirteen. Oh, kind of low on the list considering one. he's a little B boy. 
Um, oh, no. And so you have Chris Paul, um, obviously. Well, you, know, you like, got to expect Chris Paul. To you know, Chris, like he's in Rajon Rondo. So obviously these small guys are going to be, you know, act like they got manhandled. And well, then you have Paul Gasol. Honestly, like I didn't really. I mean, I don't. <laughs> Paul Gasol. Listen, we can't get on Paul like that because at the end of the day, Paul is a Paul will flop to get penalties. Okay, so no, no, no. And you like, understand? It's, he's, he's, if, he, if this guy is not on the list, I will. I will literally jump off my balcony and die. Okay. Um, what's his stupid name? Um, Anderson Vergel. He better make the list. Okay. So. So it goes from Paul Gasol to Paul Pierce, Robert Ory, which, okay, you know, different time frame. Reggie Robert Miller. Uh, I don't know about Reggie. I, I don't know why they put Robert Ory on there because. Derek Fisher, I can believe that. Derek Fisher. Oh, they here got- we go. Anderson Verichelle at number five. I knew he was <laughs> on the list. They put I knew Fisher. he was on the list, okay? That's Anderson Verichelle is literally the fly. He should be number one. I'm like if you like if you have to go on YouTube and watch Anderson Fairchild flopping, dude, it's so bad. It's so bad. And then I don't even know Danny Ainge. Don't know that guy. Bill Lambeer. Bill Lambeer was not a flopper like that, man. I'm just going off this list. And it's crazy. Vladi Deep Vladi Divas. Vladi Vidas. And then and then Mano Ginobili at number one. Oh what? They God. put Ginobili at number one. Well, actually, yeah, Ginobili is a flop. Yes, he he's is. He's a flop. He's a, yeah. fin- he's like a flop. Vanessa. Like, but, like, you know, the thing is, is, but, like, you know, and I don't but know they who should makes put, these They lists. should also put up there, if they were going to put Ginobili up there, they should also put... Kevin uh, Durant. Uh, um, Chris Bosh. Yep. Chris Bosh was definitely a flopper. Okay. Okay. So, let me... Hold on. So, speaking of Chris Bosh, so, did you think it even mattered when, you know, LeBron took his talent to South Beach... And it was him, Dwayne Wade, and they like talked about what did we just talk about? What was his name? Um, Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh. Did anybody even think that he fucking mattered? No, I did. I'm I'm put it like this. I did because one, when you if you if you take Chris Bosh out of out of the elimination, right? Yeah. Between because before LeBron got there, who was it? It was D Wade. It was um um Chris Bosh. Um, then on top of that, they had a uh, What's his name, man? Jesus. Well, the, well, the thing Jesus is, is that, like, Shaq, like, when Dwayne Wade won his championship, obviously it was with Shaq, okay? Like, let's not, like, n- you well, know, you gotta skip think, well, over Shaq that. Shaq came when Shaq left L.A. and then went to Miami, you know what I mean? Then Chris Bosh wasn't, he wasn't relevant. No, he was on the Raptors. So. And the, well, the thing is, is, like, and bringing him had no validity to them winning a championship. And honestly, like, you know, Dwayne Wade, you know, First Bell Hall of Famer, no question. Okay, like, you know, but like when you, you know, you you need a big guy. It doesn't matter what, doesn't matter what sport you're in. Doesn't matter. I mean, obviously, soccer, you don't need a big guy because you can't run. But like, you know, if you have, you know, football, you want that, you want that big guy, that big guy, Imagine that Warren Sapp big guy. Field. You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but that like, but you know, but it's like in basketball. I mean, it's not a paint game anymore. It's not a it's not a it's not a toss toss and toss and you know throw out cheer drop up like it's not that game anymore. It's an outside inside game. You now. know because you I mean and I was surprised that on that little flopper list that Kevin Durant, freaking James Harden, 
Those guys would have been more valid than, you know, maybe this thing is a little outdated. I don't know. Because we all know Kevin Durant's a little bitch. I think that is kind of like, I don't think that's accurate because they actually had some people on there that wasn't really floppers. You know what I mean? Like when you had, when they talk about, um, I'll put it like this Kevin Durant, Durant, if you want to say somebody that should have made it was Kevin Garnett. (laughs) Either though Kevin Garnett was a beast. He was also a finesser and flopping. Well, that's the thing is, too, is, I mean, I mean, obviously this list is, you know, by by a human being. You know, I I would love, you know, and I might tag him on Twitter because I kind of want to know. Like, what would Stephen A. Smith, Mr. No- Mr. Sports Knowledge, probably one of the best sports analysts, like, from in its, in, like, in its entirety, okay? This guy is intelligent to the T. He knows what he's talking about. So, like, when you... You get these people that think they know, but then when you get people like Stephen A. Smith who know, they know. You know, these guys are intelligent to the T, and I would lo- I know I'm going to tag him on Twitter, and I'm going to see what happens. Probably won't happen anything because I'm not cool, but like, I, but like, I, I can't, I want to know what he, what he has to say, because he would know, and he would have probably a more accurate list than Bleacher Report on floppers. You know, but, like, anyways, man, so, like, I don't know where we go from floppers and worthless NBA players, and I'm, I'm going to touch on something that I've, I've, I've dwindled over my head for a while, and I'll, you guys can loop in as, as you see fit. Now, when you have these players, like Patrick Mahomes, right, $54 million a year just in football, right, probably another... 20 million in in sponsorships every year, right? 30. So so when you you know he goes and he oh, you know, our organization helped raise 2 million dollars, right? What is 2 million dollars to them? What is what, that's that's pocket change to him. He's wearing 2 million while talking about raising 2 million. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're actually and, and, right. And this is the yeah, that's I mean true. I would say I would say a majority, not all but like I would say, a majority of the people that win the Walter Payton Award are average players, linemen, safety. You know what I'm saying? Running. You backs. know, and, and and the fact that Dak Dak Prescott got it this year, dude. I have never, honestly, in my life of watching a Super Bowl, have heard a crowd so boo, just boo the crap out of him. Out of Dak Prescott, yeah, because he ain't he. Well, come on, he didn't deserve that. No, I couldn't believe I could not believe that say, he when was the booed Eagles so came hard. Out, they booed a living crap out of that team. Dude, that's like was... that's like when they try to. Um, I was watching because uh, I, I watch ESPN a lot, and my biggest, my favorite ESPN show that I watch is with Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley, and I know them. Shaq said it. He said it, and I say it. Uh, when he was talking, we were talking to uh, um, oh, what was his name? He plays for the Timberwolves, young guy, and he says, uh, "Who was it? What was his name?" Well, anyway, he was basically telling Shaq because Shaq was like, "Okay, so who do you feel is the you know saying are the legend or the greatest of all time?" He eliminated Jordan. He eliminated Kobe. He put LeBron in there. And then he put 
um, Steph Curry, and uh, James Harden, and somebody else. And Shaq looked at him and was like, first of all, they're still in the league. Well, that's the thing is their longevity is 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 immaculate now. Now you can play twenty years and be fine because it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a wimp's game, right? And plus, you got a lot of people. Even uh, LeBron James came out said so he was he, he his opinion is he's better than uh, Kobe Bryant. I'm sorry, no, you're okay, not. Okay, don't you know one don't like. <laughs> You One, played against Kobe. Keep my boy's name out your mouth. As I say, Kobe like, is a hell of a lot more better dude, basketball dude, player I'm than you. Dude, I'm sorry. Listen, like, I'm not. I was not a big Kobe fan. I'm not because either. when Kobe came out, I'm still a Gary Payton, Nelson, Patrick Ewing. I right. come. I watched Jordan. Jordan was my guy. Nelson, and then Allen Iverson. He became yeah, my Kobe answer. Bryant. And the thing is, is like, and and for me, like, I would say they're the great. When you talk about great players, you have to go. You have to go position by position. Yeah. You know, you, you can't you can't say just oh they're, you know they're whatever you know and like, you know like, and I'm not gonna deny I'm not gonna deny that, you know LeBron's not one of the he's in the top ten. And what position I wouldn't does say he play? I wouldn't say he's in the top five. You gotta you gotta look at the impact. Of the time, the impact of position, the impact of a team. You, 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 you know, he is a selfish, team bouncing, money getting little boy. That's all he does. He bounces from team to team thinking he's going to get all these super teams. I mean, look at the Lakers like 2019. That team was stacked and they still didn't win. Man, they were stacked before then. You got to think about what well, the Lakers Well, no, I'm, was- I'm talking like recently. I'm not talking like in, you know, the. You know the the latter years, but like, you know, and like my thing is, is that like it's a team sport, right? You know, like my stinking oldest son is, you know, oh, oh, he didn't have a team. You got to the playoffs as a team. Come on, you went like, back to Cleveland you can't sit and there, won a super, won a championship. You can't, you can't sit there and yeah, blame. He's pretty much banned from ever coming back to that team. You can't, you can't blame the rest of the team. You you win as a team, you lose as a team. Look like, Alan that's Iverson. the mentality. I mean, that's why I say Allen Iverson is, is one of the greats because he carried the 76ers. 100%. You know what I'm saying? You know, and he was a small guy. Yes, he was. Five foot nine. They like, put him you know, at five and, ten. And, and that's the thing is, is like, and again, this is why I say, like, impact of position and impacting on team. You know, he made people around him better. You know, Michael didn't, you know... He made everybody around him better, you know. Oh, and there was totally. a, there was an interview a while back, you know, or actually like, not a while back, but like recently about you know, you know them talking like we're talking to Scottie Pippen about you know you know Michael and everything, and it's like he's like you know Michael didn't have to do the things that LeBron has to do now because it's a different game, it's a different time period, it's a different style, different yep. speed. Definitely. Michael was asked to score points. Yeah, that's it. Michael was point scorer, okay, you know, and so and you had the rest of the team. Guard. He was a shooting guard, yeah. So he played his position and did the things that he was supposed to do. Yep, exactly. As a shooting guard, yeah. And if you can't sit there and, 
you can't sit there and, you know, talk, you know, oh, you know, LeBron, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, he's a great player. That's cool. That's cool. Like, but don't, but don't sit there and put your name in a category of Michael. Nope. You know, what was Michael in the finals? Six and what? Zero. Michael didn't lose. LeBron, he had that, what, nine-year streak or whatever? Was it? Yeah. You know, and he, only, he, he won, he was like three and six or something like that. You know, if you're so great and you want to talk about how great you are. You would never left. If Cleveland. you would have, if you would have won four out of six instead of, you know, the, you know, the other opposite of it, like we would be having a different conversation, but you're never going to be, you're never going to be Michael. Patrick hey, Mahomes will never be Tom Brady. Career on, uh, like, you know, the thing is, is that, see, this is my philosophy on quarterbacks. If you're a running quarterback, that's cool. I give you like a 10-year career, 12 years maybe, before either a you get hurt or or you you fizzle out. You give me, you know, so Patrick Mahomes. If, well, let's see, what you're like five years in the league, six years in the league. Give me another mm-hmm. like five or six years in the in you know a career in the NFL, and we'll see where you're at. And I think that is that's what I was saying. My biggest thing was is that. I know we talk a lot, a lot about like the quarterbacks, great quarterbacks, good quarterbacks, sucky quarterbacks, but no one ever, no one wants to talk about the running backs. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. these dudes have to do just as they have to work just as hard well, and, as a quarterback. And, well, that's the thing is too. I, is I, that, I agree with that one. You know, and you, but like, you know, the the good running backs recognize their O line. Yep. You know, and that's the thing is like. Emmett Smith didn't recognize his O-line at all. Emmett Smith was an arrogant prick. He didn't care about it. You know, him, Irving, Aikman didn't care about nothing but themselves. And it was all about me, 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 right? It took him how many extra years to be to go past Barry, to go past Walter Payton? You know, like, it took you, like, three years more. Like, if, if Barry didn't get stuck with the freaking Lions his whole career, he would have done beat that record years ago. I mean, he would he his running his running yards would be Steph Curry esque versus three pointers because Barry had a shit line every year and what did this little dude do rubber legging it man doom, 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 bouncing around like look at the highlight reels <laughs> you know you know the you know and but like again the when you when you're a running back you rely on those pockets whether it's your tight end your you know your all your all your offensive line. You you have to pay the respect that they deserve, because especially like tight ends, tight ends have to play a receiver and lineman. And so, you, like, I hate when you know they don't give credit where credit's due. And you know, in sports nowadays, like you have to acknowledge that you have people around you that are doing all the work. They're getting a quarter of the pay to make sure you run and get four times as much money. And I believe they, I think, I think running backs, me speaking as because I used to be a running back. I feel like running backs are underpaid. You know what I'm saying? They're not, they're not getting the worth that they really deserve. Cause I mean, look at, well, you had, I would say it's more about the O line than it is the running back. Like running backs, there's some running backs that make good ass money. Like obviously should they get more? Yeah. But like, I, these O line guys don't get paid enough at yeah, all. They don't. No. The running backs really don't get much spotlight on it. It's they always put the spotlight on the 
freaking quarterbacks. And if it's not on the quarterback, then it's a lot of it. Like you got um, what was the Green Bay tight end they had? Uh, Clay Matthews. No, that was on, that was on defense. Like you Clay got, Matthews was on defense. Like you get, you get these. He was. On, I know you're talking about them. Yeah, like you get guys like that, and I feel like you know what I'm saying like. There's a lot of running backs, man, that ain't really get recognized like that. And I yeah. feel like they should have, you know what I'm saying? Like Mike Allscott. Mike Allscott was a monster. Mike Allscott from the Bucks. Yeah. The 90s. So he was a beast. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't get enough and credit. He, that he and the thing is, like, he was, like, it was, again, it was a different game. You know, like I feel raw. like you it don't you don't raw. get a lot of you don't get a lot of eye formation with with a fullback nowadays. You know, nope. you don't have. You don't have these fullbacks that I mean are just monsters. I mean Mike Allstott, he wasn't even a running back; he was a fullback. You know, and he, this dude's standing six out feet tall, probably two hundred fifty pounds. More the dude was that. a monster. That dude was a oh, yeah. He was a I mean, it, you oh, didn't. Yeah. Like, you don't, don't get me wrong. Him. I love Jerome Bettis. I love the bus. The bus. But Mike Allstott, that dude <laughs> was an animal. Stephen Jackson, Amon Green, Terrell Davis. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it sucked that Terrell Davis and um and uh, um Jamal Anderson, you know what I'm saying, careers ended up short, you know? So, I I looked up in the – oh, my God, I'm able. Um, <laughs> my table. whole thing's shaking. Yeah, you're trying so to take I, the table so, on us. You know, this is, so here's – so, like, I get – okay, so according to WolfgangSports.com, like, the highest paid – and it did, and I just typed an NFL, not even like position wise. Obviously, Kirk Cousins, okay, thirty five mil. I mean, he, you know, fell apart in the playoffs. Matthew Stafford, forty million dollars, and the guy, did he get like what ten million dollars a win? I think so. Matthew. <laughs> no, I'm just saying he only won like four games. Let's say, man, like, let's say Matthew Stafford. I was pretty happy to see him win the Super Bowl. Well, yes, yeah, but that, yeah, well, but again, he, but again, the same the same scenario this year. With the BS holding call and pass interference, right? Anyways, we're gonna bring her back a little bit here. We're gonna come right. So right back we're gonna reel you back in here. So Dak Prescott at forty million, Derek Carr at forty point five, and he's already leaving. <laughs> Did you see he's already he's already leaving the team? And let's see here. Oh, excuse me. Josh Allen at forty three million. Patrick Mahomes, sorry, correction on my fifty-four million, forty-five million. Whoa, big nine billion, nine million dollar difference. Either way, the dude's getting paid like bank, and that's he's only in the. It's only, that's only number five. Number four, you have Deshaun Watson, which okay, like my thing is is that you want to talk. You might be like the center of an offense, but like you played like dog because what what was their record? Someone look that up. Why would Tom um, Brady be number one? Tom Brady's not even on the top ten. He's not. Kyler Murray at forty six point one. Russell suit. Wilson at forty nine, and Aaron Rodgers at fifty point three. Now, way to go, Green Bay. See, you can you can talk all you want about you know Green Bay, but like Aaron Rodgers the, sucks. Aaron Rodgers was a crybaby. He he just I, bitch, I know he some bitched Green his Bay way. Packers fan wants him gone. He bitch. Well, I, I mean, I, I believe he's Green retired. Green wants him gone. Well, and I think he retired, but like, no, you know, he didn't retire. I I heard he's been, some, now, he's been giving out hints that he's I am gonna retire. look this up. Man, that dude, he made it clear. Was Tom Brady not going to where I'm not. Tom Brady announced his retirement. He said he's he's 
he's beating it this time. Just don't hold your breath very See long. See you next year's time. But I mean, like, I could understand Tom Brady won't be on that top list of being how much money he makes. You know, because his wife, his he wife wasn't, he wasn't divorced married, his ass you know? and probably took a lot of it. And that's crazy because he should have been the most high paid quarterback with set. Man, listen. I'm sorry. No, saying like I watch, I followed Tom Brady ever since he came out of Michigan. Oh, I I, I totally agree. And he should have been the number one person because come he, on. Well, I love Michael look Vick. At him. They, the Philly Dolph, Philly was Philly gave Michael Vick a hundred million dollars. Well, and and what what people fail to realize about Tom Brady is that like he had a year where he's okay with making average money, obviously because he's you know. Was married to that stupid cunt, but like, oh, he has you know, like women on the he, sideline. but like he, he's he's so well off, he doesn't care. Like he had a he had a year in New England where he literally just said, "I don't, I don't I'm I'm good. I don't need a paycheck." He's like, "Yeah, I, I'm good. Let's let's spend some money on some players." See, the thing is, that's the thing is that Tom Brady's never that guy. Never was that guy. That's like. Oh yeah, pay me what I'm worth. Pay me what I'm worth. I'm like he's literally the goat, and he's ma- he's not even in the top ten most paid. If that's not humble, I don't know what is. <laughs> you know, like I just he works I, I drug cartel. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> who 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 wants to be that humble? To be all like, listen, I'm straight. I've made enough money. Y'all go ahead and get it. Well, that, but that's the thing. But like that's but like. That's why. Yeah. That's why the college. I may got some little illegitimate kids that nobody know about. I need to take care of. No, I that's Nick that Cannon. <laughs> and definitely Nick Cannon. Oh, Nick. <laughs> we don't even. We we could rabbit trail about how much of a freaking <coughs> slut Nick Cannon is for like three hours and forty five minutes. But he has slept with some of the baddest women on. The okay, planet. cool. Yeah, but yeah, the woman he's I think the woman he's with now. Don't be no. silly. Wrap your willy, bro. Like, he want all these kids because you all of a sudden, God damn it, see, we're rabbit trailing. Ah! <laughs> damn, Nick Cannon. You've ruined my show. You're a curse, Nick Cannon. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. Oh, and all up, of your listen, damn children. I grew up watching Nick Cannon, right? I did too. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, let me get, I'm not going to lie. His TV show on Nickelodeon was. Uh, wild coolest. and Out. You know what I'm saying? No, it was not, not Wild and Out, uh, all that. So, it's like. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with my boy Nick. Like, I think the I only woman, was... the only woman I ever I could say was I liked was Mariah Carey. Everybody yeah, loves Mariah Carey. She's fifty something years old, and Nick Cannon's yeah, still forty. She still looks she's like she's still in her like twenties. But of course, she's gonna be in her sixties, still looking good. Come on now. Yeah, no, Mariah's on fire. She got money to fix that body. <laughs> Look, look what Madonna did. Madonna's still smoking hot, and she's 65. Uh, hold on. So I'm going to play this clip. Good to see you, Nickelback. Great to see you. <laughs> I've never seen someone host a show in pajamas before. I remember uh, that. I know Nick is tired. He's been up all night memorizing his kids' names. <laughs> Yeah. So, oh, I so remember watching that. So, that shit was hilarious. So, like, because you notice that he's not wearing his turbans anymore. Like, all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, he's like cured. Friggin' pulling friggin' stem cells from 20,000 babies. 
See, this is what happens. Nick Cannon, you ruined my show. We're talking about sports. Talking about having fun about freaking sports. And then here you come with your freaking stupid, can't figure out what your baby's names are. And what to wear. Who to what to wear to how. When we all I'm just trying how. to figure out why did you start wearing turbans? Like, what was the He's cultural because like, he thinks he's a freaking, like, he thinks he's fucking Miss Cleo. Have you seen the uh, Men in Black 3 where they went back in the future yeah. and they found the dude that wore the turban to have the the big the head that looks like an ass? That's what it reminds me every time he wears it. <laughs> oh, you, oh I, I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna bring up like Harry Potter and that head was behind his thing, but like I didn't oh, understand like your first of all, your religion doesn't even require you to wear it. No, dude. He's like, oh. you know, they want to talk about being culturally insensitive, and he is so culturally insensitive, and honestly, while out, like, look at the crowd, bro. Like, that, that show shouldn't be on MTV, it should be on BET. No? No debates? No. No debates? I don't think it should be on BET, because <laughs> BET is watered down. You know well, what that's what I'm saying, but it, like, it, it's changed a lot. <laughs> Listen, like ever since the, the 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 guy, the black guy that actually owned BET, him and his wife decided to sell it. So they sold it to the white guy, which was a Jewish guy from out of New York. A Jewish was, guy about it was black a, entertainment. Yeah, and then he took this one lady, I forgot her I name, and made her. No, saying basically the manager of BET, and then they came out with a list of certain things that he didn't want to air on BET. So he got rid of a lot of black entertainment. So and now, now it's, it's now a, it's the now, now it's there's it's, some white, uh, white yeah. it's not now. BET, it's JET, the Jewish Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like okay, I don't watch BET. I'm no saying unless I'm watching old BET. No, I'm not. I don't oh, yeah. watch it anymore. The, the, no, yeah, I mean, the, old, the old stuff. What was the guy? Better. What was the guy with dreadlocks? The tall guy, skinny guy. Oh, you talking about Free and AJ? Yep. Yeah. One hundred and six in part. Yeah. Yep. That's what it was. One hundred and six in Yeah. I used to watch that. No, I, I just, I just find it funny watch that. Late night. Okay, so Mike, you can punch me. You can punch me if you want for saying this. So, why is it insensitive? For white people to say something in a black manner, but if a black person says something in a white manner, it ain't it ain't a problem. Well, well, you know, I'm Bri- not. Bri- Bri- I'm, I'm, I'm just asking. Like, I'm I'm genuinely like interested to like, what's your perspective on that? Like, I mean, have you ever had that like actually happen where like, you know, you've been in a situation where something was said and you're like, okay, what the fuck are you saying? No, you got something. Dude, I'm from Holland. I know you're from Holland. I'm just saying. Bro, I know I'm from you're a from town where they have some cotton pickings. <laughs> like, no, that's why people don't wear sweaters because they do cotton pickings. Anyways. I put it like this. You know what I'm saying? I, me personally, have never been put in a situation where um, I'm in a room with uh, different uh, people other than myself and felt uncomfortable with the conversation. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but I can't say this like when it comes to insensitivity of black and no saying black and white like I'm one of those people like I don't even like saying the word white I don't like calling a person Caucasian you know what I'm saying like I feel like don't call me black you know what I'm saying I'm Mike that's that's me you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like but to identify culture 
those are the ways that we identify culture. But do you I mean but do you think that you know like there's there's things that get overhyped as far as like you know being culturally sensitive because yeah, of course. like like now now this is a movie from early 2000s right white chicks right with the Wayne brothers <laughs> okay Good now movie. that can only go one way you you could not you could not get Andy Sandberg and Jonah Hill black chicks black chicks <laughs> coming to your theater why not because that's, because but that's the thing is because if I, we hey, did if it. we did that same thing it would be like scrutinized to the T right if it was, I'm gonna put it like this back in the early 1960s well let's see even that back in the 1930s where they started creating what they called blackface paint film you know what I'm saying yes it was supposed to have been a it was a group of white people that were making mockery of Blazing saddles, mm-hmm. but they weren't. They weren't doing it to. You no, know saying they were. They were. They, they, they were, were doing, doing it to, for the sense of like showmanship, not not being like super cliche and superly culturally insensitive. Yeah, they were because you no, know saying it was basically making fun of black people with big lips and you know saying I mean they're dark not wrong. skin. But <laughs> if you came out now. I think no saying it, it has been so genderized now. Well, because like it's, it's to where it's, come on, it's, you got white guys walking around be like, "Shit, what's up, money?" I don't get offended. I I don't get offended by that. You're my no brother saying? from another mother. No, that is, that's the way I say it. You're a, a brother from another mother. Me well, the thing is, me is like, personally, I. I, I don't. Listen, I got white friends that get offended by the word. You no, know saying by that word. You no, know saying I'd be so. It's like, but like my thing. Me my th- I don't like it. My 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 thought process is in the sense of like, and I, I I've had plenty of conversations with black people in my car. Right, I drive an Uber and everything. And honestly, like, they agree with a lot of things I say in the sense of like, you know what? We're like, it's it's not even black versus white, dude. It's it's. Citizens versus the government, bro. Pretty much. Like, <laughs> we all in this we all in this mess together because at the end of the day, we're all down here and the government is up there. Right? No. Like, we're, we're the government like does whatever the hell shoes. they want up here in the hierarchy that it is, and we're all screwed down here. Like we poor white, poor black, poor Mexican. Like we poor poor that's it, dude. Like not like I would say the majority of the US is Middle lower class, hundred like, you, there's there's when they talk about the one percenters, right? And yeah. what do the one percenters do? Flaunt their money to the team. They they belittle the people below them. These companies that make, I mean, like let's let's say Salt Bay for example, right? Paying his employees twelve pounds an hour when he's making forty thousand dollars on a meal. Off one meal. Yeah, Salt Bay is a joke. Well, you got to think. Look at the penal system. You know what I'm saying? You got to see how much money gets put into the penal system. For each inmate, it's worth 30, 30, 30, 30 to 37000 That's the house, feed, and clothes. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that's a year for each inmate. So if you have 400, if you got 400,000 inmates, you know, so you do the math on that 30,000 a head. So you gotta think, and then on top of that, they have what they call a prisoner benefit fund. That's for inmates only. And the prison benefit fund is worth 
about two or three million. And that takes care of every need of And I think it's BS. Okay, if you're in prison, you're screwed. Don't like you know, and the thing is is like what? I you know, how how do we have people struggling on a day to day basis outside of prison? Okay. You should get a cot and a blanket. Bye. Have a good day. Well, you in jail for a reason. You can't have it like that. But well, that's what I'm saying. But like, but like, we don't even take care of the people that are literally struggling to this day. Like, we're not even taking care of people that are actually in need outside. You know, and like, and obviously, some homeless are there by choice. Some aren't. But like, even ones. But like, we sit there and we we're 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 okay with spending tax dollars on criminals that killed somebody that did whatever. They should be getting the. They should be getting minimum wage. Shit, below minimum wage. Give them seven bucks. Give them ten bucks a day. Okay. What? You you give them. Give them. Give them less than that. Well, okay. All, okay. Well, but okay. I'm, but you, I'm, my bucks. my point being is, is the, rich in there. My I'm point rich. being is is that we have people outside of those walls that need more help. If you you know you do the crime, you you do the time, right? So why why are we making them fucking comfortable? It should be uncomfortable. You know what? I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying like the prisons and the, you know, across the world, you know, how those things are. I'm not saying like treat them like that. But like we have problems outside of those walls that we need to be fixed before we fix what's in those walls. I mean, what you're saying, no saying um, on a citizen level, I agree. But on a person that has like that knows the inside and that knows the outside, no saying comfortability it's definitely not comfortable. Um, yeah. Far as like, you want to keep, you don't want 4,000, you don't want 400,000 400, pissed off inmates with right. nothing to do but get yeah. maybe a little bit of air that they, are, they already don't get as it is. So when an average inmate on a daily basis will get at least three hours of wreck time a day. Three hours of wreck time. I mean, within that hour of your wreck, you have you have the opportunity to either uh, do certain things to occupy your time, right? To where you want an inmate to be relaxed. You no, know saying. I mean, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying like round them up like a freaking bunch of dogs, but like give them enough to get by. Like you know, it's no different than the fact that like our government will gladly. You know, give people from other countries that come to our country basically tax free for six, seven, eight, nine years. You know, now, and then you wonder. I believe and, that's BS. You know, I feel like if you coming over from another country, you should pay your dues just like if, we. Yeah, because if I went to your country, hours. would you give me money? No, no, no. These places won't because they're not stupid. You know, and like, and and like, and I'm not. I'm I'm all for the you know quote unquote American dream and coming from whatever and, and coming over here. That's fine, but, but you gotta you earn like the dues. rest of us. Pay your dues like the rest of us. Exactly. Are. And and I'm getting sick of people. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't gonna lie. I had like you know what I'm saying? Like I have friends who grew up here in America mm-hmm. that were born here in America, but their parents are Middle Eastern, and they parents. Rich well, off America. And, but yeah, because one well, the thing is too is is like they're sitting there giving him like basic like free money, go to college, yeah. And it's like, you know, 
I have to grind my ass in college to get something, but yet these people get handed free free tuition, free whatever, and it's like free, 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 free. Yeah, the American dream. The American dream is not is not a state of mind. It is it is financial. It is. It's, it's definitely. I do. It's 100% it's here's some here's some that. money, and then you wonder why. And again, I'm not knocking hard work, but like when you don't have to worry about the financial aspect of what you're doing in America, then obviously it's not that it's not that detrimental. Like, oh well, I oh I'll, I'm gonna switch my major. Well, it doesn't cost me any money, you know. <laughs> and, and like, and you wonder, and, and then you wonder why you go to the hospital. How like how many doctors do you see that are foreign? How many doctors' offices you go to that I got like? And I'm not like trying to be like. Thank you for coming in today. We will find out that you have broken a spleen in your arm. Spleen yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, and again, I'm not trying to be like culturally insensitive, but I'm trying to state the facts of what it is. And the fact of the matter is, is that we don't get handed shit when we live here. Mm-mm. But yet you come from some other place. Here's money. Look at all these damn... All these Mexicans that are coming from Mexico into our country. They don't talk about my Mexicans. Those are hardworking people. No. Yeah, <laughs> on, like, the, the ones that in, actually in, work their ass to in, uh, in earn like, it to get into the United States. Yeah, but these the ones is, are just like, jumping over a really shitty well, no, ass wall just, that we have. They, you know, I mean, and the a thing is, is that wall. like, and, and I understand it's a, it, it's a hard process to become a U.S. citizen, but like. Pay Do your it. dues. That's all I say. You pay, should. You pay your dues like everybody else. I well, don't think thing. no one should you know, get a free ride. I mean, hell, my family, my, my, you know, saying not to be bring that up, but hell, we were brought over on a boat. We didn't have no fair shot. I feel like everybody should pay their dues like we did. Well, no, because I, you know, I, I, I agree. And I swore up and down that we would not talk about politics on this. So if you are listening... This is called politics. This this, is minor. This is... uh, Yeah, I mean, this is minimalistic compared to what I really want to think. But, like... (laughs) But, like... I just... I... I just... it, It just sucks. Like, in my situation specifically, like... I'm a single dad, right? I mean, yes, my ex wife helps out. I'm not gonna deny that. But, like... If I was a female in Michigan... They'd be throwing money at me like I was a hooker. That's because Michigan is a whoosh, female whoosh, state. Whoosh. It's a woman state. Exactly. Uh, uh, hold, 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 hold up on that. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying it's just a woman state. There are some. There are a few men out there are pretty lucky that can beat the system and get it. Because, uh, like Seth over here, he 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 worked his ass but off. I worked to get, my ass off to get it. He bust his ass off to get his kid. And there are some dads out there that'll actually do it, and there are some women out there just don't even fucking put oh, the I'm effort not, into I'm it. I'm not disagreeing on that at all. Oh, I know. You know what I'm well, and like, and the thing is, is that <coughs> like deadbeat dads, it's a it's a fifty fifty split between. Dads that have legitimately just—they don't give a shit, right? They just—they just start poking holes and things and making kids and don't care about them. The other half like of Cannon. deadbeat dads are are system based. They—they yeah. they are created by the system in which, in this state specifically, I don't know what other states are like. I'm pretty sure you're not far off from other states, but like, we are screwed. We are screwed off. Get you want to know the laws? You want to know? Okay. Let's see, you're with a girl, you knock her up, you get her pregnant, you guys are dating, right? Like my situation. Actually, I don't even like hypothetical. I'm going to talk about my situation. So I, we were together for almost seven years, right? Never married, never lived together. She left. 
I got fucked. Just like that. Just the fact that she just said, no, you can't see your kids. And I could do nothing about it. Nothing. It took me almost a year and a half just to get my kids every other weekend because she had all the power off get. I got fucked without even anything happening. It just was like she said no, so that that's valid. And, you know, but the thing is, you know, I credit this to, you know, my family support and friend support that I've worked my ass off to get what I got, you know, and, you know, and it's a rare occasion in my situation to, you know, in a, to be a man in Michigan to have, you know, worked my butt off to get what I got, but I did it. And so I'm proof that it can happen. But if any man thinks that he's going to go into a courtroom and think he has any goddamn he think he's going to beat the system? You ain't going to beat the system. The system is not meant to be broken. Nope. The system is what it is to help the best case scenario. And yes, there are freaking crackhead mamas that got their kids. I ain't going to yeah, lie. There's, there's houses. There's people. You know what I'm there's, saying? There's like, women out I mean, there. There are, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you study law and you start going into understanding, you know what I'm saying, your position as a person and then as a man, a lot of the, like, there's a lot of, like, like I got kids, you know what I'm saying? And I got grown kids, and they live in Atlanta. I haven't seen my kids since my oldest was one, you know what I mean? And I don't fully, I don't blame their mom for that, you know what I'm saying? I blame myself. But in 2003, no, 2006, when I had to go come back to court for them, um, they were trying to press the issue of child support. I, they didn't push the issue. They didn't put me on child support. I owe no rearages or nothing like that because she had an awesome career where she made enough money to support them. Mm-hmm. And me, on the other hand, uh, I was still battling with legal problems. So, and that, I never, you know what I'm saying, like, push the issue. Like, yes, I do want to see my kids. I miss my kids a lot. You know what I'm saying? But now, being a father all over again... I love it, but I have to understand my position as well. It's like okay. I mean, we all we all have a part to play. Yeah, see, me, I don't have no kids, but I've been a stepdad twice. I know how being a father feels, but I'm not. I don't have my own, and to be honest, mm-hmm. don't want any kids. You can borrow my life. <laughs> I, I, I be me my myself is gonna go get clipped, and I, I, I don't want kids. Because, well, like because the one main main reason why I, I don't have kids right now with the woman I'm with, because she has, her body can't accept it. Her body either will, she'll have a miscarriage to it, or, or when, or she will have it when she goes to give birth. The baby will end up killing her. That's why she can't. That's why we don't have kids. And I'm I was already planning on getting myself fixed. Because I don't, never really wanted kids. No, I mean, kids aren't for everybody. Like no. that's that's not like what he's talking about. It's not in the sense of like you know, like being a you know, being you know, a dad, you know, and stuff like that. Like it's not for everybody. It, it, it's you know, and there's nothing wrong with not wanting kids. Like that's not there's no we're not there's no shame in it. You know, the fact that me and Mike have kids and Tim doesn't. But like you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing no, absolutely wrong with that. No, we're, no, we're not wrong. I don't get me wrong. I love kids. I think kids are great. It's just you just rather give them back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, 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 it's just it's just to me. It, you know kids. that's true. You know that is a hundred percent true. That you're like whatever. Oh, this well, kid's I'm a little just, fucking I'm just brat. Saying, I'm just saying. Take him back. Take him back. <laughs> you, you can have. I got back. my receipt. 
<laughs> no, no, we had it, an awesome it, weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, kids is just not for me, but I don't judge anybody that has kids. I, I love you're kids. Not judging, you're not judging I do us. believe there are people out here that should never have kids. No. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I can contest to that, too. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, he's not biologically my son, but he's my son. And his mother is not. She's something else. I was to say my my my, yeah, my, my when I was uh, the stepdad to my ex's kids. To this day, uh, I still love them. I still love them. They still always have a place in my heart, no matter if uh, we don't see each other. I still love my ex's kids. Cause I'm not gonna lie, you know what I'm saying? Like I fell in love with Seth's kids. You know what I'm saying? They're awesome. Miley's a peach. Miley is like the Miley most. is the best kid in the world. I'm sorry, I'm not biased, but she's pretty freaking great. Oh, and so honestly, though, dude, honestly though, but like I ain't gonna lie though. So Mike's newest child, my him and my ex wife had Ziana. She's the fucking cutest thing in the goddamn world. Okay, I don't like know what she, looks she like. literally looks like a little Cabbage Patch kid. <laughs> that's like, who said it. <laughs> I said it. Yeah, that's me. I'm because upset. Dude, I'm like, somebody she, told me that my daughter looked like she a cabbage looks, patch. She literally, okay, when she grows up, she's going to look like the girl from that Enchanta TV, that movie or whatever. Enchanted? Oh, yeah. Like, seriously, you look that up, and that is, like, That's you look, okay, cute. hold on. So, like Mike, I need you to look I need you to look up the, the character from there, and you need to screenshot that, and you need to, in like 10 years, when she grows up, she going to look like that, 100%. Like, I ain't even gonna lie. But, like, God, man, she's such a sweetheart, though. But, um, man, we could talk for hours about her <laughs> cuteness. But, um, but no, um, so we're gonna just kind of roll over, um, Elimination Chamber just so we can touch on it, just so I can say my piece. But, yeah, Mike's daughter's adorablest. But, um, so, Elimination Chamber was very, very vaguely hyped up, honestly. Um, but I really, I really wanted the elimination. I wanted freaking uh, what's his face? Bra- I wanted Bronson Reed to win because that would have made logical sense. But obviously, he's not, you know, at the pinnacle, and you know, of course. You know, stupid freaking Logan Paul decides to interrupt the match like a complete douche rocket. And I, I I hate Logan Paul. I really just wish he would just sit in a pine cone, get off WWTV, and go do something else. But, um... Is that the, um... Okay, let me think. Um, tall, blockhead guy? Yeah. Think he can whoop every or beat up everybody? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that guy. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say it was one of the better pay-per-views. I mean, obviously, like, the storylines were good. Um, I did like Asuka winning the Elimination Chamber. And so now, you know, you know now you have, you know, Asuka with the whole new kind of re-rendering of an old character. Yeah, from New Japan. You know, I, I, li- I, I like that because I feel like Asuka's been in the wings for a while, and ever since she lost to Charlotte, you know, a couple WrestleManias ago, yeah, she's kind of uh, fizzled. Streak. And, you know, and then you had the Bobby and Brock DQ. I mean, mm. 
I I wanted this to be better. I really, really wanted it to be better. And you know what? Even this website calls it a C plus. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I I'm actually pretty uh that's actually pretty hilarious that even they listed it and so you have <laughs> Edge and Beth Felix versus, you know, Judgment Day, which I mean I mean, knew they were gonna win. That's a and B minus. If anybody they said B minus, which I'd say a B. But like it was like you could see Edge was out of breath. You could see he's old as shit. You can like you can see the wear and yeah, tear. Yeah, you could definitely tell he was versus the breath. way more youthful. I you know, it, despite better, I actually like Damian Priest and I like the character. I just think like Judgment Day is just kind of holding him back in the sense of single, mat you know single championship. Go back but, to solo, be by himself. Yeah, I, he was better off. Yeah, I just. I mean, it's like I have the same, you know, the same feeling as far as like Rhea Ripley, um, you know, in her, oh, you know, spot in the Judgment Day and like the Dominic Mysterio freaking jail thing is, is, yeah, is it's wearing thin, stupid. dude. Like, Corey Graves, you're still calling it like it is and I get it. You're trying to be, you know, run the gimmick, but the gimmick is stupid. It's getting stale. Stale is an understatement. Like, and honestly, like, the fact that he has a teardrop in his eye, you're you're really gonna piss off some real gang members. Like they they might just catch wind of you with that tattoo and and they could do something to you, bro. Like you your your gimmick, I get it, it's cool. You know, run your gimmick about being in prison, but like run into somebody who's actually No, we'll put a teardrop on his eye. So Dominic Mysterio, yeah, like they're playing they're playing this whole thing, him being in prison, which you know, shout out to KP for calling it like it is when he said that Instagram stories have lasted longer than Dominic Mysterio in prison. But, but, uh, but like, you know, that's 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 walking that's walking the tightrope as far as you know gimmicks because you know piss off the wrong person, dude. There could be some guy. There could literally be some gang member in the crowd and would literally freaking do something crazy. You're really really walking a thin line. Um, it all depends. I mean, when it comes to like certain things like that, you know what I'm saying? One, I think it's stupid. Two, um, the tear, I could tear drop underneath the eye now. It's not even, that's not even. A lot of people look at it like it's somebody that you killed. But that's from, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to understand, like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the game culture, you know what I'm saying? They used to be. Respected is now so much. It's so much out there in social media. Now you have people that play with their game culture that have no respect for. It, mm. But now it has become a fad and a fashion. So now when you inside the game culture and you seeing this dude, like okay, all right, I'm like okay, homie, got a, he got a teardrop underneath his left eye, or he got a teardrop underneath his right. If you don't know what the difference is between your left and your right of a teardrop, you know what I'm saying? We're going to look at you like, okay, you stupid. You know what I'm saying? Or if you just see a teardrop, like, there's certain teardrops, you know what I'm saying, you don't want on your face because then people well, and there's okay, where you catch your body at. There's plenty mm -hmm. of, uh, you know what I'm there's plenty of, you know, artists with tattoos that can be interpreted wrong, but I mean. I mean, you got certain people that got. Devilish tattoos, you know what I'm saying? Oh, didn't didn't Trippy Red have all that stuff on his face? 
like Trippy Red is he's stupid. He's retarded. You got all uh, these rappers that sit in rap music that got all these. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. Lil Dirk, Lil Dirk them was from Chicago. They legit. But you got like Well you have like, you have got Gucci there. man out there with fucking ice cream cone on his fucking face. But that's for a reason. Now it ain't nothing gang related. Oh I know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he just looks stupid. He just I mean likes... that was the dumbest thing you could do is put a big old ice cream cone on your face. Well, you got not, the you got I the mean, game that covered his uh here's tear uh, teardrop with a butterfly, then then he replaced it with uh, I think the LA Yeah tattoo. It used to be a butterfly. Yep. Game. Game now he's a recognized you know what I'm saying game member. Gang gang. But before Game was soft as shit. He was on the love he was on the love show, bro. Yeah, I remember that. What for the love well the love of New York or something? <laughs> no, man, it was called the you no know saying it was called the love show. Where he actually goes on there and they actually find him a date and they go out on a date together and then they talk about how the date went. Uh it was back in the nineties, bro, where uh um like I mean I, I think I know you're talking about like I they I just well, there was tons of shows like that, like Room Raiders. Room Raiders was just that was funny in the sense of that, like, hey, let me get the black light out and see your jizz on your bed, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm sorry, reality, okay, reality TV shows are not reality TV, okay, like, that's the that's the name they're given in the in the false sense of reality, but none of these reality shows, I mean, like, think about it, think of all the car shows and these. These bachelor and bachelorette shows, those things are so scripted, it's stupid. Right. You know, and it's like, it's like, you know, actually, no, I would love to be the bachelor so I could go boink 50 different women and not feel bad about it. But like. What was it? Uh, I mean, that one. Yeah, change, it was, a, it was a, a change of hearts, the game, the change of hearts show. <laughs> I had to look it up. Yeah, you could definitely <laughs> tell in this. He was like, he was a big ass softie. Yeah. 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 No, I just, I, I. He, he doesn't even look like him, but it is him. He looks more like a young version of fucking uh, Chris Brown. Yeah. He was just a cool dude that's, that, you know, saying that played basketball and sold drugs. That's it. So Mike's been talking for 20, 30 seconds, and he didn't have his mic on. <laughs> so if you heard a lot of dead air. It was probably Mike. Yes, probably See, because him. I have the thing right in front of me, and all of a sudden I was like, bro, you're talking, but you are not making any noise. And I'm like, click. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's the problem we faced when we first started recording the podcast of, you know, the the being close to the mic, being far away from the mic, stuff like that. And that's why we continue to hone our skills and remember to unmute our mic. And slowly get better. <laughs> and I slowly get better. get better. I will get hey, better. Hey, look at this. Mike. Your thing's in the green now. Yeah, it's going up. I will get better. I promise. Yeah, that's you better. Mean. That's what we keep saying we're women, but <laughs> we'll get better. <laughs> Do I got to take a pill for it? <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> you can either take the red pill or the blue pill. This I'll is a freaking that stupid show. <laughs> What was the what was the show when they had the like that was the thing like it was like choose which pill? I don't know. I know the only pill, only blue and red pill I can think of is from the, the freaking movie, The Matrix. That might have been what I was thinking of. Probably. I didn't know if any TV shows out there had that. <laughs> right. Just besides The Matrix. Which pill do you want? Do you want to die right now or live forever? 
The blue pill make you get all nice and rouse. <sighs> Why'd you say I'll all take the blue pill. You got a Red. good face for radio. <laughs> Red pill. I don't know what the hell that one's gonna do to you. Red pill. Blue pill. <laughs> Which one do you want? I don't want either. Which one do you want in your body? Knick-knack paddywhack. Give the boy a pill. <laughs> Please, just what? don't roofie me. I'm a virgin. Yeah. And I want to keep it that way. <laughs> then there's always that guy says, nah, I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. No, he's got that one friend. I don't fucking believe you. Oh my well, God. there was that one time at band camp. Yeah. <laughs> when I played around with that Horrible flute. things to put in a movie about what happens at band camp. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, God, for America. Oh, Pie. that should be the topic. That should be a, um, that should be see, a topic. See, this, see, this I, is I what happens when, camp. when we trail upon trail upon trail, we end up with new topics, but like... Uh, I wasn't a band geek, so I really don't know the statistics and the facts. Hey, 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 I did band class for sixth grade for maybe did like a couple, two, for a couple of weeks. Then the classroom was too fucking hot. I just said, screw it. And I'm like, I'm going to go do choir class. <laughs> oh, I love choir class. <laughs> I never did any of that. What? I did nothing. I, I did choir blow, class when I was I didn't blow years. anything. I didn't sing anything. Did you go and did you do any type of club? Uh, nope. I did chess club. I did no so clubs because I... Didn't do any clubs, I guess. Yeah. I wasn't cool. Yeah, he wasn't cool enough like us. I wasn't cool. I wasn't the cool kid in class. No, he was more into like Pokemon. Hey, 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 hey. hey. I, I, I'm into Pokemon. I'm and 35 he, years old and I'm still into it. And he loves to he loves to Pikachu. It came out when I was in like sixth grade. Hey, Tim, never go to bathroom with a Pokemon. They might Pikachu. No, when I was in fifth grade when they started coming out with Pokemon. Dude, I played Pogs. Pogs. I play. I play. See, I, see, I still have my Pogs to this day. Well, actually, they're my uh, brothers, but like, I actually have a, a full ass folder with Pogs. Word. See, like, when I was in elementary, when I was in elementary, I started out with Pogs. Then for Pogs, I went straight from that to Yo-Yos. And oh, I had yeah, the brain. I had the brain up the way where the the trends were going. Okay, I, <laughs> we've all we've all done so many trends. Like, I, I mean, I don't think these kids understand so. the fact that we've we've we were the tr- we we did the trend before you thought it was a you thought it was something new nowadays, <laughs> like bell bottoms. Okay, nope, you're bringing that back. Pretty okay? much. Some guy, some guy the other day asked me why I was wearing a bandana. He's like, "Do you sweat?" And I was like, "No, I just like wearing bandanas." And he was wearing a turban, so I was like, do you, like in my head I was thinking, because I don't want to like have him say something, but I was like, do you sweat? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go into two seconds of me talking about Uber. <laughs> so, okay, so I had this, this girl the other day, and we were talking about, I was talking about having a dad bot, right? And she says to me, and I was like, you know, I have kids, whatever. She's like, do you like them? And, like, she said it with such a straight face that I'm like, no, I don't love him. I like him. Like, do you like him? No. I love him. I don't like him. Like, who? What, 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 what was her reaction when you said that? She, I, I just, I was so quick-witted, she didn't have anything to say. She didn't but have a no like, straight, weird face? Yeah. I mean, well, they were in the back seat, obviously, but it's just like, they're not, it's not a pet. This isn't my dog. <laughs> 
It's not a gerbil. It's not a goldfish. Do you like them? Nope. Not one bit. I put up with them. Listen, I put it like this. As a parent, I look for me as a parent, I have to look at the type of little shit I was growing up. Now you're just a big shit. So, and then I look at the kids I'm around, the kids I'm raising in my own, and I'm like, Am I supposed to tell her no? <laughs> Am I supposed to tell her stop doing that? Okay, she's too young to to like really do that. Like yes or no. It's not like it's not like she's like in her like you know she's in her like sixteen seventeen years old, and you're like, girl, you ain't going out like that. I know what them boys looking at you, girl. They're looking at every goddamn Man. piece of you like a piece of meat. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like at. I mean, I'm glad my my oldest daughter. Is not like that. So shout out to Maya Grace, who is not a complete skank. I'm proud of you. <laughs> like, Man, if I had, if I had a daughter and my daughter was gonna go on a date dressing like that, I'd be like, oh hell no. I'm sorry, but I have a 23 year old and a 20 year old, so I'm pretty sure that my daughter's probably dressed kind of skankish a little, especially they're living in the city of Atlanta. So yeah, yeah, Atlanta is pretty uh. Pretty bad. That's the reason why they call it the home of the peach, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, hold on, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta listen to the best clip ever, which is like from Bad Boys. Oh my when god! It's like Reggie. <laughs> and so, but uh, I feel like that would honestly be about as real as it gets. But like, who the fuck are you? I'm Mr. Bennett. I'm Reggie. What you doing here? Take I'm Megan. here to take out Megan. What? I came to take out Megan. How old are you? I'm 15, you look 30. 30. <laughs> <laughs> what time is my day? I don't know. You don't have no idea. Get your ass up against that wall. What the fuck is your problem? You think the you best know part of the movie. You little young thundercat. You got joints on you? You smoke that shit? You trying to get my daughter high? You smoke Burn. that shit? Nigga, who that is? That's Who the fuck is you? You can't take what you want, nigga? Uh, How old are you? What's your name? Reggie. Well, no, I heard the motherfucker say your name, Reggie. You want me to take a Megan out? How old is you? Fifteen. Shit, nigga, you at least thirty. This is mine. You fight? You can fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't fight. Look at you. No, I want to know if the nigga. I want somebody gonna take my niece out. I want to know if the nigga can fight. Somebody might come say something. The nigga can't fight. She can't go. Make his godfather, okay? He just got off the joint. Why you putting all my business in the street? Don't be disrespecting me as part of company. I ain't going back. Have you ever slept with a man? I feel like that's like legit, dude. Like, anyways. We're gonna but cut I this because, like, coming. I we could sit here and talk, and I don't want somebody to get bored with my podcast. But like <laughs> that, that was probably the best scene from Bad Dude, Boys too. The best, freaking the best Reggie, scene. man. <laughs> no, I'll say Bad Boys Four, Airplane, oh. where he says, "How you gonna not wear a condom with a witch?" Oh, 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 hold on. I I like that one. I like that one scene where they're in that uh, that that. Uh, drug dealer's house and dude's like oh, what's his name the younger guy he's like man these rats you see these rats man they fuck just like we do <laughs> oh my gosh okay on on the note of rats having intercourse copulation we are gonna end this and we will see you guys next well actually won't see you <laughs> we can't see you
So we will continue the banter, the chatter, the vitriol, the absolute the nonsense that is the Off Topics podcast. Peace, deuce, we out. You better get going. Peace, love, and hair grease.